0: It's the Dubai Property Podcast for news, interviews and market trends.
1: And welcome back to another episode of the Dubai Property Podcast, talking of real estate, of course, around the UAE and available on Spotify and Apple and wherever you get your podcast from as we bring you constant news about the UAE real estate market every week. And we've been doing it for a while, which means now there are over 125 episodes for you to select at your leisure and cut through all of the uncertainty you might have and get the information from the experts that we talk to because there has been many of them throughout the year. Well, it's a Thursday morning, the 12th day of October, and welcome to it. I hope the week is going how you imagined it to, and the weekend, of course, isn't too far away. And coming up on Saturday, we have once again another episode of the Saturday morning property market update. It's a panel discussion every week and we look at what has been happening in Dubai's real estate news and also around the UAE. Well, we received another email this time from Troy and Emma and again from the US. In fact, in Riverside in California and you said that you have been affected by wildfires in California and would like to make the move to Dubai but you are still working on employment opportunities and these fires they are breaking out around the world and every single climate expert is saying that they are set to continue and Troy and Emma thank you for your kind words about the podcast and great to have you as listeners. Keep us updated as to when the move is Is likely to occur. And just a reminder the email address here for any comments or suggestions, or just to say, Hi, we're listening, is Dubai Property Podcast at gmail.com. Now, despite the slowdown in the Dubai real estate market, yes, I, I did say a slowdown, the year to date transaction volumes reached a record high of 87,154. Now that is up 35.4% from the previous year. In September 2023, 7,523 residential transactions were recorded and that is an 8.3% year-on-year decline. Now this dip was driven by a 41.5% drop in off-plan sales while the secondary market sales increased by 30.5%. And it is something that we discussed a few weeks ago with the appetite for the secondary market. Remember the secondary market, that is existing properties, not off plan. And back in August we talked about the advantages of buying off plan and disadvantages because people do get lured into the attraction of buying new. There are many
2: advantages for, for off plan, and but there are disadvantages as well. I mean, the main advantage is that you don't have to pay all the money in one go. It's a, it's, it's a payment plan. If you can actually get yourself a post handover payment plan, which there are still some around where you actually get the keys before you've paid the full amount and pay the rest over several years uh, going forward, then then that's one of the reasons why most people go for, for off plan is because they spread their costs. Other things have come into play to stop what we call flippers. These are investors who literally just buy, pay the deposit and want to sell on very quickly for a profit, which is not healthy for the market. But secondary market is, is ready. You can see it. Anybody can actually actually start earning from the return on investment straight away if they're buying it to rent it out. Often these properties have tenants already inside them so that there is a guaranteed income from day one. Uh, And there are rules and regulations in place to obviously do this properly when it comes to uh, perhaps changing a tenant or if a tenant was to uh, vacate. That would be a godsend for anybody buying because a vacant property is going to worth be worth more money in rent than one with a tenant in situ.
0: Stay ahead of the competition with the latest news, insights and data analysis on the Property Podcast that keeps you informed.
1: So that was pretty interesting to look at that conversation because there are always people waiting for the market to price correct and drop. And so far in the Dubai property market, they have been waiting for some time. And the new launches, they're still happening on a weekly basis. But just the other day, for example, if you missed it, we were talking about the DIFC and the first residential building in the district. And once again, surprise, surprise, despite the pricing, there was an uptake of interest.
2: Yeah, we see a lot of demand for that this week. I know that you spoke to Mario on Tuesday. The launch was uh was Tuesday afternoon at three o'clock. Huge demand because the price point, you know, although pretty expensive, was actually reasonable for uh for a residential unit in the middle of DIFC. So as Damon just said about getting a scooter to work, um, you know, you could very much walk to work if you uh if you manage to secure one of these units in DIFC. And I'm sure that, you know, if you are an investor and managed to bag one, the rental yield that you're likely to see on that is going to be epic, just purely for the fact that it's right in the middle of the heart of the financial district. So again, you know, a massive appetite, hugely oversubscribed, a great launch, you know, this week for DIFC Living. That project does look pretty
1: impressive. Yes, so once again, you see, there's plenty of interest and you can hear it, can't you, in the enthusiastic voice of Matthew talking about the the project. And whilst the prices are going up and up for off plan, we have talked a lot about the the great value that can be found outside of Dubai. And I want to talk uh, once again about the forthcoming launch of the UAE's first legal casino and Wind Resort in Russell Kmart, which is expected, of course, to stimulate investment. The casino is set to launch in early 2027. Now, you know, it's not going to be too far away that we're hitting 2024 so that is getting closer and already it's generating global investor interest and regardless of your point of view when it comes to casinos, this is going to be a tourist destination and accelerate economic growth and let's not forget about the jobs that it is creating along the way and while Whilst we have spoken about all of the benefits this is generating for Russell Kamar, there are other emirates that are appealing and making people look outside of Dubai. It's
2: important to know that, yes, you can get much more you know sort of bang for your buck but only in emirates that are launching these uh, sort of expat areas so not everywhere can you buy there are certain parts of Sharjah that you can buy obviously Ras Al Khaimah Abu Dhabi but there are other emirates uh, where I'm, I'm not aware that you can actually buy as, a, as an expat, as it were. Um, there's, a, there's a small emirate called Um al very, very pretty. There's another one called Al Ain, which is uh, virtually attached to, to Abu Dhabi. I'm not sure that, uh, that there are any uh, areas within these two that uh, you and I could possibly buy. And then there's Fajera, which is uh, an area that people tend to go for staycations and things because it's, uh, it's, it's on the coast, which is nice. But uh, you know Dubai is so far ahead in what it's done that actually these other Emirates, when when they launch things, it takes a long a long time for people to realise actually that's not that's not bad too. But everybody wants to be in the hustle and bustle. You know I'm not I'm not so sure any of them will ever ever catch Dubai. Dubai is on it on a league of its own.
0: From off-plan investments to the latest development projects and luxury branded residences, we cover everything on the Dubai property. Podcast. And coming
1: back to the top end of the market, we spoke with Stephen Flanagan the other day about the amount of money that people are spending for projects like the newly launched Palm Jebel Alley that has so much hype around its prestige and location, but people do still need to be careful with off-plan purchases and be a little bit circumspect.
3: Yeah. I mean, on the face of it, people standing in queues and overnight is is a little bit worrying. We all know that the the bulk of, of property purchases uh, this year have been off plan. 80% of all, all acquisitions have been cash. And I think, look, in terms of the Palm Jebel Ali, people are seeing this. They're looking at the Palm Jumeirah, how much prices have increased on the Palm going forward um, since the start of COVID, huge price increases. And they're looking at that you know, there's a shortage of beachfront development available in Dubai, and I think the properties that have been launched there have have been villas and and potentially land plots to build your own villas. Prices are not cheap; a lot higher than than original launch prices. So, you know, you're talking at fifteen fifteen to twenty million, I think, prices there. But but look, you know, these things are not going to be delivered for until I believe twenty twenty seven, twenty twenty eight. I'm generally cautious as a valuer because we have to sort of underwrite a lot of these things for, for borrowers. You know, there's a huge capex to spend to to get infrastructure, roads and things and get Palm Jabal Alley, you know, up and running again, at, you know, as a place to live. So I think the people making those purchases are probably people with cash that are taking a very, very long term view We'll sit on those and, and perhaps flip them in due course when people can see that, that development's really progressed.
0: We dive deep into topics like buying, selling, investing and maximising your property's value. From mortgage advice to the latest property data and trending numbers, your real estate journey starts here.
1: Well, the U.S. mortgage rates, if you haven't heard, have hit a 21-year high, reaching 7.67%. Now, high mortgage rates have basically crippled homeowners, restricting housing supply and maintaining elevated prices. And existing home sales continue to lag despite builder incentives for prospective buyers. And we know that we've got many, U.S. listeners just like uh, Troy and Emma this morning listening in Riverside in California and there will be some of them cashing out and heading to Dubai which makes what is going on in the U.S. and around this whole housing market pretty important to watch and it is a developing story so we're going to watch that space. Well enjoy your Thursday whatever you are up to around the UAE And if you're outside of the UAE, look forward to your company. We are back again, of course, on
0: Saturday. Catch you then. Unlock the secrets of real estate and stay informed about the latest real estate buzz with hot market trends, emerging suburbs and hidden gems. I'll get
1: you to elaborate on how the data-driven approach in the real estate industry streamlines the complex process of off-plan property investing. And this in turn saves valuable time and effort for investors, right? Particularly in 2
0: So the approach Asset takes is that we utilize data, artificial intelligence to first of all profile the property investors. We have a huge portfolio of properties already in our platform and we are able to personalize by matching the most profitable investment options for the individual investor.
1: Trying to look forward and anticipate how is Brand Dubai and how is the Dubai real estate market going to evolve into a much stronger offering. And I think what we're seeing at the moment is, you know, the lifestyle benefits, the economic diversification, the regulation, and all of those things are starting to combine and compound, if you like. I've seen the Chinese money in the city in 2017 and 2018. Some developers didn't even release that inventory in the market. Like I'm talking here anywhere between 450 million to 750 million building.
0: The skyline is constantly changing, growing and expanding. The Dubai Property Podcast for all things real estate.